You know that he probably starts like 99% of right? this. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's like I still don't actually believe that Britney Spears really like lost her shit. I still think that's uh, to keep her PR. really relevant. Mm-hmm. It was just weird to me that she snapped when her popularity was on the rapid decline. Because like, if you're going to snap, wouldn't you do it more at the height or maybe, and maybe not. Maybe you're on the rabbit decline. Also, decline, and you're, be, yeah. Yeah, you could cause you to snap. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just try, you know, when you're on, like, we've talked about this before, obviously. But when you're you're on stage from a very young age, you know, you don't develop normally when you're yeah. in the public spotlight for your entire adolescence no, and childhood. Yeah, you're it's, ruined. It's not good for you. So yeah, you you can't function. In life, you know, life is such a wild, wacky, wonderful, horrible thing, right? And uh, when your popularity ebbs and flows like that at a a young age, like, you just can't handle that shit. You can't handle all the shit that comes with it. Uh, Clearly, a Mm -hmm. lot of people's parentage, I feel like, has a lot to do with it. I don't feel like the Spearses handled their daughter's Mm -hmm. fame and fortune very well. Same with the Lohanses, you know, or... Any of those. I wonder when Billie Eilish's parents are going to flip out and, like, that or start Does she have parents, though? Actually, I think her parents... You know what's funny is everybody talks about their rise, the crazy explosion of Billie I feel like I read somewhere both of her parents are entertainment attorneys. So it's not, like, Uh, that surprising that it was this, you know, out of nowhere. isn't (laughs) Isn't that usually, though, the case? Like, when people are like, oh, this person rose to fame all by themselves, and then you find out that they're just, like, the nephew of, like, I don't know, Dennis Quaid or something. Like they still somehow are like connected. They have some connection. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you. Yeah, usually most people don't just get to rise to fame right. anymore. The the world is way too competitive. So political. Yeah. yeah. I love his kid though. Dennis. Qu- See, that's the thing. Sometimes you get good stuff out of that. Dennis Quaid's kid is a awesome actor. Um, Who's Dennis Quaid's? I presume he has a Quaid last name, or yeah. does he use a different? No, he's Kool-Aid. a he's a Quaid. Kool Aid Quaid. I was no, trying to that's say the, uh, that's the Randy drug. Quaid's kid. Yeah, quit, quit. Now I can't say the drug. What the fuck is Quaalude. the Quaalude. Quaalude. Thank you. Quaalude. Quaid. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what I was trying to say. And oh, Quaalude you know really that was Randy's nickname in high school. You know what I mean? Like, Hopefully. oh, here's Quaalude Quaid over here. Oh, Quaalude Quaid. Thank oh, God Quaalude I wasn't there to Quaalude make up the name. There. Otherwise, I'd be like just struggling throughout high school. Guys, no, seriously, hey, I'm going to get guys, a hilarious it's, name. It's Quaalude Quaid. It would change Quaalude. every time. Yeah, it's Quaggy Quackerson. <laughs> it's Tylenol Terry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet that's what the Tylenol Killer's close friends called him. Probably. Not that I know that his name was Terry, and not that I know that it was Yeah, him. what the hell, Rachel? The FBI's coming down on us. That's an open and active yeah. case. Tylenol Terry in Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Email us, Tylenol Terry. Yeah. Tylenol Terry, tell us where you're at so we can... Yeah, and leave Alex. We want to hear from you. Leave Alex. <laughs> My doll Mary. I mean, <laughs> if it's a good time of the month. Ibuprofen Ida. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> she's old. She's very old. Nancy Napoleon. Heroin, heroin, Harry. <laughs> Good old heroin, Harry. Oh, <laughs> uh, just like Hanukkah, ah, Harry. Kids, I'm heroin, Harry. Related to Hanukkah, Hanukkah, oh, Jerry. Right. Well, they're one and the same. It's a secret shame. Oh no. Yeah. 
I, I want to apologize top of the show. I Once again, this is a nap show for me. I, I've been awake for 27 oh, minutes. Oh, I love it. No, I love it when you take when a you nap. When you talk. And yes. do, no, when, you, when you've just woken up from a nap and do the show. That's when you're best. Oh, I, I thought you meant you were just going to sleep through it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I yeah. love that too. We don't have to deal with you. Those are the best. I'm just no, kidding. That's I'm kidding. No, no. Well, the you know the the last couple of shows I've been like kind of sloppy, like kind of you know like fucked up. So I'm trying to be a little more sober this time. So I only like smoked a little bit of weed, but it was right after I woke up. Seth woke me up. She's like, "Hey, hey, it's six thirty. You got a show?" And I'm like, "Shit, uh, I need weed. Get out of the way." And then like she just you just push her over. <laughs> You're like Homer. Out of my way. Yeah. I need marijuana. Can't talk smoking. <laughs> I know you've seen this, Rachel, but I have to show it off to Zach. It's Rocky as a prince. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. It? He's like, how how stoned am I? Is Rocky dressed as a? I got to take the plastic off of it. Our friend, I, yeah, I was wondering. I was like, you encased it. Friend of the show, Olivia had this made. Is for she Rocky. a friend of the show? She is. Is she a patron? No, but that but a lot of okay, people are she's not a, she can still, No, she can still be our no, friend. No, that's that's a very technical. She wrote term. us a review. That's a very technical term. That means no, you're well, a sponsor of some sort. It's like the mob. It's okay. like the mob. Well, she's right? a friend of the Patreon ours. is a friend of ours, and then the fans are like uh, f- an associate. Anyway, associate of the a, she's a friend in law. She's an associate yeah, of the show. You're an associate of the podcast. If you listen to us casually, if you are a Patreon, then you're a friend of ours. Okay, you're in. You're yeah. Okay, okay. Um, muerte. We don't discuss what you send us via email. Okay. The murder. Uh, a death. Well, the no. Oh, um, muerte. Well, yeah. the the. Death, you're right. That's the what is it? Code of silence. Oh, muerte. Oh, On okay. my death. Mm. Uh, but it is a um, like a muerte like separate. It's a, a I think it, I, no, I think it's Latin. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to spell oh, Latin. Okay. All those romance languages. Yeah. They all take words from each other. Mm-hmm. Sluts. Speaking mm. of sluts, so oh. I honestly don't remember what movie we're doing. Uh, well, great. I mean, uh, I have uh, notes over here. Okay. But I've been like well, trying to rack my brain for the last like ten minutes. Well, going, what fucking movie? It'll, it'll are come we out. It, apparently, uh, maybe. <laughs> sure. Speaking of sluts, we are Lifeline. Mm, yes, all we are of a us. podcast about lifetime movies with wine. I am Psycho Stephanie. No, not ringing any bells. Uh, I am okay. Clueless Rachel. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be as equally surprised as Zach. I'm going to be like, oh, Rachel, yeah. you need to go take a nap and and smoke some weed real quick. I don't yeah. have any weed. <gasps> That's a bummer. That is a crime. I think it's actually a crime to have weed here. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, illegal right. in Texas. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. It's a reverse crime. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favor. If you haven't yet, listen to last week's episode of Valentine's Carol. Or no, it's a Valentine Carol. I don't know. I don't know if it's plural or possessive or if there's an S at all. It was a movie from 2007. It's like if Ebenezer Scrooge were a radio talk show host and set up Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim on a romantic date. It's not as weird as it sounds, but it is pretty bad. I mean, I still think it was the worst. I I thought it was great. Well, you didn't watch the movie, Zach. I did. The episode's great. The movie's yeah. terrible. Our episode is great. Our episode's always great. Yeah. 
Well, we have a listener email. <gasps> listener email. I'm ready. Subject line is karaoke question. It has a little icon of a microphone. What five to ten songs encapsulate the lifetime major themes or tropes, the overall experience? Signed, Jim Jones from Jamestown. Now, I don't think this is the Jim Jones from Jamestown. No. Or Jonestown. No. Uh, isn't he dead? He Jonestown, could be from so. Jamestown. He could yeah. be another he Jim could. Jones. And maybe it's JJ who asked about your SoundCloud, which, by the way, Zach, I need to get those links from you. I looked up your name on SoundCloud. There's like yeah. five Zach Boswells. None of them are you. So. No, one is a picture of my dad holding me. Oh, I would have figured that out. He it's none of it's yeah. you. Yeah, yeah I've, I've looked the same as a baby because I have no hair. I know. And the beard. Like You can look at a baby picture of me and then just look at me and be like, oh, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. You haven't aged a day. Yeah, with a Christmas tree tattoo. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm saying my facial skin still is like a baby because I take care of it. You do. You exfoliate. I do. Moisturize. Look at these. This is, I could easily play a 29-year-old man. Who's dead. Yes. Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. That's Say good. one that has lived a hard knock life. but I, I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, so, and... That's a complicated question, Jim Jones. I texted you two weeks ago, and and I said, just a heads up, this one's going to need some pre-planning, so I texted you and and prepared you for it. Uh, And you said something something about Fallout Boy, or I don't remember uh, what you said. It was something stupid, and I meant to say I fully, I wholeheartedly agree with Zach. Third Eye Blind is what I said. Third Eye Blind, that's what I mean, is there a difference between Fallout Boy and Third Eye Blind, really? They all have three names in the the name. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Like Three Doors Down. Three Doors, oh God, they're so terrible. Creed, Creed, Creed. Creed, Creed, Creed. All my sons. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I have a handful that I I went mainly off our tropes. So like white people party in that respect, Sweet Caroline. E- every white people party uh, has a bunch yeah. of white people singing yeah. the ba-ba-bas and shit. So then I thought of the murder fuck tally. And so I have Echo and the Bunnymen's The Killing Moon, Holy which shit. talks about yeah. murdering and fucking. And uh, then, is that a is that a at most karaoke bars? That's a pretty well known song. Yeah, yeah. I've Mo- I mean, never heard any of that. Yeah, but you listen to Pitbull, right? Exclusively, you, you've admitted to not having very good taste in music. So yeah. I, I'm not sure. It's, it's not a good karaoke song. I'm sorry, Rachel. Would you like to share with the class what you have? Yeah, Pitbull. Um, that was easy. So, uh, wh- who was which, this? Which song? All of them, obviously. Okay. Yeah, they're so good, you can't pick one. The one with the Latin And beats. then I have, I, and I have one that encompasses the, the podcast as a whole, as Life Wine, uh, Spill the Wine by Eric Burden. Oh, and Laura, wow. Obviously. Maybe wow. that's just for me. But yeah. this is a good time to point out that this is episode 57, so if we get through episode 58 without me spilling anything, everybody in America has to give us a five-star Everyone, review. Everyone, that's 300 million people. What was that song, Bunny Moon Man? No. Echo and the Bunnymen. No. no. The Killing Moon. Under the Moon. Echo Man and the Bunny Moon? No. What? What Echo and the Bunnymen. It's a band from the 80s. Nobody knows that. They're famous. Okay. No, they're... Everyone, lots of people know that. They're on uh, the... Is it like the 16 Candles soundtrack or one of those? Pretty Pink. Let's see. 
Zach, what was the Third Eye Blind album that you were? Oh man, it's uh, or, <laughs> yeah. I wish so. Uh, three doors down. <laughs> no, it's Third Eye Blind. Because I actually I did okay. enjoy the first Third Eye Blind record. I think I was still in high school. Um, I don't remember. I I'm not prepared as normal. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, I wish you would no step, step back from that ledge, my friend. I, I wish uh, for you to cut the wish lines. Wish you would step back from that ledge, that my one. friend. I would understand. And uh, the yeah. other one about speed. You know, the five to uh, five to ten songs, Jimmy, Jimmy no, James. No, it's okay. We Jones. don't have to do five to no, ten. I'm going to do. Jim he doesn't need five to ten. He doesn't need five to ten. They. Jim Jones from Jamestown, thank you so much for emailing us. If you would like to email us, email us anything at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com. And we might read your message on the air. Thank you, Jimmy Jones. Have some answers for your questions. Maybe. We also have a new review. Okay. Someone went to Apple Podcasts, gave us five stars, and left us a review. And you guys, if you do nothing except for go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and just put a couple words in the box, that will be the best, most helpful thing you can do for our little podcast. Ever. And we'll be so excited and we'll love you forever. This is a fantastic review. I'm going to read it first, and then I'm going to tell you who it's from. But you might be able to guess. Because one of us, or all of us, or none of us may know who this person is. Okay. All right. (laughs) The title of the review is Predicting Death, and then in parentheses it says Possible Lifetime Movie. I'm fearful for Nancy Sinatra, Haley Joel Osment, and Kevin James. This (laughs) podcast has discussed at length... Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Dustin Diamond, Larry King, and some guy named Billy. And they have all died. Is this the next Lifetime movie? Three highly explicit, mentally unstable, funny podcast hosts doomed the very actors slash famous people they love to talk about? You must continue to listen to see who might die next. Oh my god! Love, the perfect sister. It's... It could be any one of our sisters. Put your earbuds in, Aaron. Oh my God, my sister wrote that. Yeah, she's incredible. It's from Aaron. She's incredible. Oh, that is. That's tell her that's yeah. amazing writing. That, that is, is so cool. fantastic. Yeah, Aaron, thanks so much. That is super cool. I'll text, Aaron, I'll text thank you later. You. And that's a really cool lifetime thank movie. Thank you so much. That is a great idea. It is a great yeah. idea. Get you should write it. Get one of your smart children to help you write it. Let your child help mm. you write a movie about murder. And then we'll punch it up and add all the cuss words in the sex. Yeah, yeah. We are mentally yeah. ill and smart. We're all of these. We are. She yeah. said mentally unstable. She didn't say ill. Ill. She was Ill, being nice. Ill she makes it nice. sound like it's not your fault. Mentally unstable means like you choose, you choose that life. Right? Oh, <laughs> no, I get that. I agree with this. Yeah. Is she the one who... Go on. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you froze. Sorry, you froze for a you second. Froze. <laughs> it's just funny Because <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. You had to be <laughs> on the other side of seeing you frozen. Yeah. yeah. It's the freeze. Austin's in a freeze. We're freezing. Oh, even that's the, right. Even point. the internet. The polar vortex. Even the internet's freezing on the freezing. I had to bring my air. plants inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this thing is a. Oh, yeah. This polar vortex is a devil. It is. You know. It is awful. What the worst 
profession would be to have during this time of year, especially if you had to work outside. What's that? A stripper. Uh Uh-oh. Are we? Because it's cold outside. Yeah. Are Are we? we? Is this movie about outdoor strippers? Because that I definitely (laughs) don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) What a dumb premise for a movie. Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, do you want to know the title of the movie? I I really want to now. Rachel, do you want to know the title of the movie that that hopefully you watched? (laughs) We'll see. I think by now you would have gotten it because I've said both the words of the title. Yeah, sluts, strippers... (laughs) Uh, let's see. So, words I recall you saying. Stripper, music. It's going to take forever. Uh, stripper, music stripper. Stripper music. That's the name of the movie. It's music stripper. Stripper music. The name of tonight's movie is Psycho Stripper. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now I remember. Is this, like, early lifetime? This came out in 2019. Oh my god, this sounds like... (laughs) So Zach, what do you think this movie's about, based solely on the title? So this this movie, uh, Psycho Stripper, it's not what what a lot of people... (laughs) Psycho Stripper... <laughs> it's pretty cold stripping outdoors, yeah. Let me come inside and strip, strip away. Oh, 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 strip. That was David Lynch. That was David Lynch. I know, it was David Lynch. I know, I don't know with you because that's a fucking joke, you nerds. Um, so. Psycho Stripper is not about like what you would think it is, right? Like you mm-hmm. hear those words and you're like, oh, I see this coming. What it's about is a murderous clown who's also a stripper. Oh right? my God. <laughs> Love it. Right. So this is starring all the people. It's funny enough that Aaron wrote that email because it is. It stars, oh. it stars Kevin James. All right. He plays like a John Wayne Gacy type. Right, but he's also oh, he's also a male stripper, right? And then, oh. yeah, and then Nancy Sinatra plays Nancy Flanastro, who is the okay. owner of the strip club, right? And then mm, okay. Haley Joel Osment plays himself, and he just. Mm. Loves to go give Kevin James all his all his money he's making because I think mm-hmm. Haley's doing good. I think he's doing all right for himself. He's doing so all right. he's just yeah. he's just there doing whippets, drinking cough syrup, not the kind <laughs> with the codeine in it. It's oh. just it's just kid oh. Dima Tap, great flavored <laughs> children's Dima Tap. He's just sucking it Yum. back, and like Kevin James is like, oh man, he's painted like um, one of the guys from Kiss, the gay one. I think the star. Oh, Gene Simmons. J- James Simmons. <laughs> R.K. Simmons. No, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> plays, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling plays. And J.R. Simmons. J.R. Simmons. <laughs> and they are, they are hanging out with R.L. Stein, who wrote the teleplay for this. Uh, <gasps> Yay, good. Right. Yeah, exactly. Where's E.E. E. Cummings and all this? I was going to say, where's J.R.R. So, Tolkien that's the thing. and there's a, George R.R. R. Martin? There's mm. a big opening number, and E.E. E. Cummings sings oh. most of it. It's kind of like, did you see Showgirls? 
Oh, yes. Hi, Ray. Speaking of Cummings, rare. Oh Put a God. shirt on, you <laughs> animal. I didn't know we had everything to make a hot toddy. Also, they want you to put a shirt on, you animal. Yeah, you're making me goosh over here, Ray. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what. I'm moist what? to the touch, Why Ray. Does he look like I'm a... moist to the touch. He's he looking... was working out. Yeah. I know. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. His hair is all crazy, and he's like, yeah. he looks like a giant Italian animal. So, Kevin. <laughs> That's amazing. And not the stallion. Not an Italian stallion. But I'm the Italian. Next to that, yeah. No. <laughs> that other Italian animal. Yeah. yeah. James Gandolfini. He looks like it's... Yes. <laughs> he, he looks like someone James Gandolfini tried to eat. <laughs> uh, um, not a lot of people know this, but James James Gandolfini was a cannibal, secret cannibal. There's a, Everybody's... QAnon, QAnon, yeah. No, QAnon's super worried about all the pedophilia it's the cannibalism in hollywood you got to look out for there are little secret yeah. collectives of army cannibals hammer. army hammer he let it slip but you know <laughs> kevin james <laughs> has absolutely eaten the liver of a young boy you know it it's true uh, that i believe he does it in I, this movie who has? kevin james oh in oh. this movie he, he does, does it that. in this movie the ghost wow. of john candy is in this movie it's got it all Okay. It's got it all. Larry, Chris Farley, Larry Bird. I too. No, no, Chris Farley couldn't oh. make it. He died even in, he OD'd in <laughs> Is heaven. Is Larry Bird dead? And now he's in double heaven. No, no Larry Bird. But he will now because we mentioned Larry him. Larry Bird plays yeah, the true. janitor in the film. And he's got a little scene. He does a little song <laughs> where he's like, Had they never strip for me. And he's just mopping. <laughs> they Aww. never strip for me and he's mopping his mopping oh, wow. and he rips his shirt off Poor Larry but Bird. I will strip for you oh I thought you were say V I'm not Larry Bird I'm come not on go- get your I'm, I'm not good at writing musicals yeah neither is R.L. Stein apparently that is the psycho psycho stripper written by R.L. Stein directed by yeah. Kevin Spacey's aunt. It's just a guy named Kevin. Oh, unfortunately, geez. he's just unfortunately named Kevin Spacey's. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's spelled with no e. No e. Or no, it's spelled with two e's, no yep. y. And I hope none of those people ever hear this and sue us. I Guys, don't think they will. I have what? something terrible to tell oh, you. Oh, did Larry Bird just die? Larry Flint died. No, but Jan- died. James Gandal- Gandolfini died. Several years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, did you guys know that? Yes, we did. It was very devastating. I was very disappointed when he died. Since he's died, no shit. Every time I go to like a really like nice meal where I walk out and I'm drunk and full, I'm like, oh fuck, am I gonna die of a heart attack as soon as I get back to the hotel room? Like Gandalf fucking Feeney. Oh no, he did. Because that's what happened. He ate a delicious meal. He was pretty drunk, and he went back to his beautiful Italian villa and he laid down and he fucking died. That yeah. sounds awesome. Frightening. Uh, like, I mean, why are you worried about if that? If he died in his sleep, yeah, I it's, don't know. It's if frightening. He I mean, it doesn't even matter. Like, you ate a giant Italian meal, you're drunk. Like, how else would you want to go? I just, all the children listen to me out there. Could be worse. Death surrounds you at all times. Understand that. It, oh, there it is. There it is. Keep your head on oh. a swivel, young man. Ah! Okay. okay. He's actually uh, exactly 10 years younger. Well, he was exactly 10 years younger than my dad. No, I'm sorry. 11 years younger. Never mind. Yeah, never Not mind. Not a fact anymore. Like, were they born on the, the, the same day, same 11 day? years apart? Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
Interesting. Did your dad no. kill James Gandolfini? There can only be one. Probably. Probably. Is it a Highlander there kind of be thing? There's porn on this day 11 yeah. years apart. Oh my god, there's your movie. <laughs> there's your movie. You haven't said that in a while. Uh, well, that was fun. Well, here's so the real summary. Yeah. The oh, end. Yeah. Are we not Goodbye. over? Larry King, sleep with one eye open. I mean, Larry Bird, sleep with one eye open yeah. tonight. And Larry Flint, sleep with both eyes closed because you died. Oh, he's also dead. dead. Yep. So, <laughs> the real summary of Psycho Stripper. A week before her wedding, dance studio instructor Amber Clark suddenly finds herself the obsession of Hunter, the brooding, sexy, exotic male dancer from her bachelorette party, who is harboring a very dark vendetta and will stop at nothing to keep Amber from tying the knot. Or will he tie the knot around her neck? Yeah. They should have had that, yeah. Uh, Hunter was like a penny store Brad Pitt if Brad Pitt hadn't been super gross when he was younger. I was going to say Ashton Kutcher. Oh, oh. yeah, I, I got a major Ashton yeah, Kutcher yeah. vibe. Yeah. yeah. If Brad Pitt, I, I thought, thought if Brad Pitt had not been super dirty and disgusting when he was younger, this guy totally would have been him. Yeah, like in Too oh. Young to Die. Ooh, oh, yeah. So he was super gross. Yeah. yeah it's really, really weird nasty. that, I mean, it's very obvious and apparent why he became a sex symbol, but if you saw him in his first few roles, you would not think that guy one day is going to be the sexiest man alive in it America. Took some work. Yeah. Cutting yeah. class. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think he's actually still pretty scuzzy and gross. I mean, he was born in Shawnee, Oklahoma, so I get it. Like, well, that, I hear his that never feet leaves. are disgusting. Really? Mine are too. Maybe that's a Shawnee, Oklahoma thing. It probably is. Yeah. yeah. Are you from Shawnee, Oklahoma? Do you have disgusting feet? Email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. I know. I know a, a certain doctor who's also from, uh, but she loves shoes. So maybe that's why oh. she loves shoes. <gasps> that's why she loves shoes. Oh, I just learned something. Dr. Susan. Dr. Susan. So she's not only a domestic terrorist, well, <laughs> international right, terrorist. Because she invented COVID. We all know that. Yes. I mean, her she's special, a terrible person. She her specialty is mechanical ventilation. Like she mm-hmm. obviously invented COVID. It's a very convenient pandemic. So this is directed by Jake Helgren, who also directed Psycho Sister in Law and Psycho Party Planner. <laughs> we have not seen those. No, uh, <laughs> we I'm should. Pretty sure they're probably both Lifetime movie, but yeah, we totally should. Uh, Amber Clark is played by Carissa Lee Staples. Owen Matheson, her fiance, is played by Mark Hapka. Rachel, did you recognize him by chance? He I didn't like, at first. He looked like the guy who owns the winery that I work at. Well, no, like, I uh, like, wasn't. Like, I don't almost, know what he looks like. Yeah, so he I was almost say. a dead ringer for like. But maybe, mm. maybe I was conflating him with somebody else. Who, who, where would I know him from? Who? Is the best character name that we have encountered no! on the show. That yes, was it's Newton, Newton Trenton! It's yes, Newton he's so much Trenton. better looking than I remember Newton Trenton being. I know, right? He oh looks different, but Newton, but my deadly, uh, sorry, stop by my patient slash deadly patient, episode three. Yeah. He's Newton Trenton. Yeah. Best name, best worst Holy name shit. ever. He looks, he's in like he's, one scene. He's yeah. done better for himself. He looks better. He looks better. Yeah, I don't know why he looks so different. Maybe it's just shot differently. Because they, they weren't, that, they were only a few years apart, I think. That's I think, funny. That's hilarious. I'm so yeah. glad that Newton Trenton has rose, rose again. Yes, he's back. He's back. 
So reviews, there's no Rotten Tomato score. Uh, I guess there's no consensus yet. And IMDb is a 4.6 out of 10. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I was worried there. So, Rach, what's your hot take on this? Rachel's hot take. Pew, pew, pew. This was quite, uh, this was so, so formulaic, uh, lifetime. I mean, we have the, the, the golden, like, it was just, it was the very pretty, kind of very sweet, very innocent, uh, young woman who's marrying the, into the, like, super rich, classy family who really cares about appearances and, you know, of course she has the horny friend, the wild mm-hmm. one. And it was just so formulaic and so, like, I mean, I guess there was a fun little twist where the reason he, one of the reasons, it wasn't ever very clear if it was the only reason. It actually seemed like the stalker really was super into Amber, but it also kind of seemed like he was into Amber also, for vengeance. So it was like he was getting yeah. two for one. Like he was, he really was completely enamored and like, enamored such a bad word, but like completely into stalking her. Well, she also looked like his ex-girlfriend. Oh, who, yeah. Good catch. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good catch. So Ted Bundy I'm sure it was a combination syndrome. of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. his whole, his whole, so Hunter's whole revenge plot is... He dated a woman named Megan, who we find out uh, looks a lot like Amber. Uh, And then while they were, they hadn't fully broken up, but he had been, I think, abusive and kind of psychotic with her. And she was friends with Owen. And this is before Owen and Amber were involved. But they were friends. I feel like Owen and Amber went back. They had some history. They were friends for a while before they got romantically involved. I didn't didn't get that. I got that. There was something that she said about their past that that indicated that. Yeah. So Owen dated Megan. Then Megan died mysteriously in a car wreck. Then afterwards... Amber and Owen became involved and got engaged. And throughout this, throughout the film, you see that Amber's a little insecure. Actually, they're both insecure. Amber and Owen are both insecure. Yeah, they're pretty both. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out, I mean, obviously we spoiled all these movies at the very beginning for you, just (laughs) FYI. (laughs) So uh, again, if you're listening to our podcast to watch a movie, you're, you don't understand what watching a movie is. At least watch the movie first Uh, or don't at all. Just listen to us. We watch it so you don't have to, but yeah, yeah, that's so it turns out that, uh, that Hunter, Hunter murdered Megan, it was because he was angry at her for leaving Hunter for Owen. So Owen loses Megan, then gets into a relationship with Amber. They're engaged. And Amber sees some old photos of Megan and, and realizes that they look very similar and gets very insecure about that, which is silly because she, I guess she feels that if Megan weren't dead, that maybe they'd still be together yeah, yeah. and she's just a consolation prize, I guess. I, I mean, I kind of get that because it's going to yeah. be very 
complex. Well, and also, uh, until the end, I didn't realize how little of time had passed between her death. Yeah. Yeah. And then being engaged. So, I really, which is, it's not, I don't feel like, not that I'm a relationship expert, but for how insecure she was and how little time passed. And, like, the fact that he, he had bought a ring for the other girl and mm-hmm. he never gave it to her, and he, he claims he had the opportunity, but he never gave it to her, and then she died. And then yeah. a year later, he's already engaged with somebody else. I don't know. Yeah. I and mean, not I, only engaged, but they're, like, a week away from the wedding right, or something. Yeah, so they yeah, have that's kind of... And that's part of why I feel like they had a long time, a long friendship leading up to it, because that also kind of explains the short, short. engagement. But they yeah. could have... But they, I, I'd no also heard they, the, the, like psychologists, whatever, say that people who are truly in love, when they lose somebody, they actually do usually quickly get back into relationships because, you know, they weren't ready for that relationship to to, to end. They were actually really, really happy. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it just seemed really quick. It seemed quicker than in uh, Castaway when uh, <laughs> Helen Hunt was already married and he'd only been gone for like three years and she was already married. I thought and he was had gone get... for like ten years. No! Oh. He was only gone oh. like two or three years and he finally mm. gets back, finds her, and she's like married with a kid or something. And I was like, wow. are you fucking kidding me, Helen Hunt? <laughs> the kid's like eight years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, she might, there might be some problems <laughs> yeah. yeah, humans go feral pretty quick. Pretty, pretty quickly, quick humans yeah. go feral. Well, so Hunter's entire vengeance is he sees the announcement. He sees that Owen is getting married, and he probably sees that Amber looks like Megan. And so he infiltrates and it becomes this dancer at her bachelorette party and starts just kind of wedging in and trying to make Amber question Owen's loyalty to her. Oh, and then he starts killing people. Oh, then he starts killing people. Speaking of killing, would you like your murder fuck tally? You know I would, girl. Fuck murder tally! So we have one dream murder where Amber has a nightmare. I have about... a dream about murdering someone every day, <laughs> all the time. Sometimes while I'm awake, I have daydreams about it. It's well, this is more like a nightmare. She she's uh, she's freaking out because Hunter's obviously being weird and stocky, and uh, she pictures him murdering her fiance in a pool and then almost murders her and then she wakes up but we have four real murders holy shit and then we have two fucks the actual fucks dream fucks over the pants stuff we're talking about full-on condomless insertion like the lord intended (laughs) it is lifetime so they don't really show yeah it's not the fucking but so it wasn't just like it wasn't like buried to the balls you know there is well we presume there is a scene though where hunter is fucking the best friend the horny friend of course and as he's banging her he's looking at a photo of amber oh yeah well i don't want to kink shame they they zoom in on him looking as he's banging taryn like staring at the photo oh wow great great what what position were they in (laughs) uh it was either missionary or doggy style I think it was missionary. Yeah. Yeah, Like push-up missionary style. 
push up missionary style. What, uh, got it. What's push up missionary style? Yeah, compared where he's to, like got his hands down. Yeah, his, but yeah. I mean that's what would so as opposed to him just like. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> you're just supposed just you're like, just supposed yeah, to lay on, on top, top of, of a lady and wiggle around like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Am I doing this right? <laughs> oh lord. It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee? I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude. I don't have I don't have the weed. Okay, goodbye. Uh it's in the kitchen. Bread box. Bread box. The weeds by the bread box. That's not a code. That's the weed is actually by the bread box. It's not in the red box. We keep bread in the bread box. We keep weed in a jar because that's what adults do. Hey everybody, we're interluding. Maybe it's time to check your attitude. Maybe it's time to listen to Charles Gruden. I think it's Groden. Charles Groden, the actor. And then Gruden is the coach. And then Groden is Josh Groden. Is Josh Groden and Charles Gordon? Is the Gordon's fisherman actually named Gorton? It's Gorton's. That's the thing. I'm, I just Mandela affected y'all's asses. Y'all gonna look that shit up. You're like, it's the Gordon's fisherman. And other people are like, it's the Gorton's fisherman. And you can argue about it on the goddamn cocksucking internet. It's the worst. Stay off of it. Stay away from it. No, definitely go check out our social medias. But as soon as you're done checking out Lifeline social medias and interacting with us, uh, get off the internet. It's a terrible place. Humans were not ready for it. Uh, isn't it funny? We went to space and we landed on the moon. And then, bip, bop, bip, we got some CDs, and uh, there was a hydrogen car for a minute, and the internet, and then everything stopped, as far as I'm concerned with technology. Stuff got smaller, stuff got bigger, much like um, Shrinky Dinks, remember those? This is a pretty good interlude. Have no fear, I will soon have an international rap career. And then I'll smear all the other MCs with all sorts of feces disease. They're gonna get gonorrhea, and then I'm gonna turn around and take a pee on the Mona Lisa. Then I'll take a shit on the Tower of Pisa. And then I'll wear a fleece. Then I'll eat 300 pieces of pizza. Then I'll eat some pasta rigatoni, and then I'll eat some macaroni, and then I'll tell everyone to blow me, homie. Except for my friend named Tony. Everybody knows he loves that baloney. And if you don't know me, then you don't know me, really. Pee pee. <laughs> Uh, we have something new here, ladies and gentlemen. We have post-eating <laughs> activities. Now, we've had eating on the television show. This is a television show, right? I'm going to assume that it is. people watch this on an ABC affiliate. 
email us at lifeline podcast podcast get up there <laughs> better email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com or I will hit you on the noggin until you are dead. No, I uh I, I ate well before the show, but I had a piece of my dinner stuck in this crazy molar I have back here. Right. But man, I don't understand, you know, so I floss pretty regularly yeah. about once a day. And um, you know, sometimes I'll floss, and you know how you get the stinky piece of food that comes out, mm-hmm. and, or you you can't even help it, and you smell the floss just stinks. And I'm like, yeah. dude, how long? I mean, it couldn't have been there very long. I just flossed yesterday. Well, some food, especially or this morning. Sometimes I floss twice a day. In, in healthy foods, like you like to eat stinky, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, are you like are you full and... vegan? Or are you still a pesky? Here's how old I've gotten. Two weeks ago, I had bursitis in my hip. Now, <laughs> right? That like sucks. now, that's an old person thing, and that's it's, a super. It's fucking terrible. It's terrible. I couldn't. I could barely walk for two days. What do they call it? Uh, not knitter's butt, but something knitter's like that. Knitter's butt. I it's, like knitter's it, butt. It's a weaver's weaver, weaver's bottom. It's weaver's bottom. That's oh. what it's called. But my bottom is the only good part of me. <laughs> I don't know if it's bursitis of the hip that's called that, but it's it's because uh, weavers get it from sitting down for so long. And so it's called weaver's bottom. Huh. Uh, See, I was I had been standing a lot in one place when I got it, so So it's it's standers bottom. basically the Al Franken of comedians on this podcast. Oh yeah, I have a picture of you doing this to me. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're not the only one. Don't think you're special. There's a picture of me doing that to Al Franken. But <laughs> I still have a pull- But you're passed out and he's awake. I still, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Here's why. Yeah. He had jet black nice Puerto Rican hair and then there is this set of white <laughs> Balls. I feel like that's racist. No, his hair's black. It's Puerto, Puerto Rican's He's hair. Company. They have a, no, but try, I, know, I have a lot of Puerto. I know a lot of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah, okay. some of my best no, friends are Puerto now, Ricans. It's now definitely no, racist. Really, really it was that before no, because, I was just no, being a jerk. Puerto, Puerto <laughs> Rican people have a, a certain amount of African DNA, and so they have a very they have yeah. nice hair. I enjoy Puerto Rican hair, and my balls were placed. Okay, this is getting more and more and racist by the moment. On top of his balls, it felt really nice. Balls. My you balls were not sense. on his balls. I fucked up. <laughs> Your balls were the, the plot thickens. You know what? That's a, that's a different mad. picture. And that that those were the Dominicans. Ball, the balls thickened. <laughs> I get the Dominicans. <laughs> the, those guys were Dominican. Anyway, okay. Oh, now the interlude. None over. of us can run for <laughs> office. Now the interlude is absolutely. I, over. I will run Jokes. out of an office. <laughs> yeah, you will be yeah, so run bottom out. Bottom line, of you probably could not run for office. Oh, yes, yes. shoot. Well, hey, Ted Cruz, resign, you fucking Yeah, prick. or I'll put my balls on your head. <laughs> oh, God, please put your balls on his head. Yeah. Like I'll put my balls anywhere near Ted Cruz. I'm afraid he'd go, Arr. Yeah. <laughs> like a scorpion. <laughs> I don't know. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I want, now, from now on, I see Ted Cruz with claws. 
Somebody out there in our in okay, our fandom, please Photoshop claws on Ted Cruz's hands, like him talking. And email it over to lifewinepodcast oh, at gmail.com. Or, or call it in at 1-800-LIFEWINE. Fax it. Don't. You won't get a Fax hold of it. us. Fax it. Fax it to Rachel's ass. Now we're going to get back to the show. The interlude is over. Tropes. Horny friend, disbelieving cop, midriff, white people party. Yeah, I got those. We have a hapless hero, also uh, Mitchie's, the the friend who sniffs out a rat and starts investigating him. Oh, yeah, the one the who gets murdered. murdered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. she's yeah, one of the yeah. murders. And then we have the killer confession at the end, which is the broader trope, yeah. but where the, the killer is like, I did this and this and this and this and this and this and this. You're not recording this, are you? Yeah, you weren't actually listening to me and you're going to survive this, are you? Yeah, Yeah, no, so Hunter really infuriates me because he constantly puts Amber in these uncomfortable positions where she feels like she has to be... This is life as a woman, where even at her bachelorette party, he's cornering her and... Oh, and he roofies her, but... Luckily, that well, he glass doesn't. He roofies champ. someone he tries else. To. Yeah. Well, no, the glass breaks, yeah. Oh, that's right. it gets bro- knocked over. Yeah. Who, who passed out then? Didn't somebody fall down and pass out? Maybe that I was me. That people were just be- maybe that was me you. watching. Yeah, the I think movie. people were just yeah. It ends up breaking, you know, smashing. But but every time he encounters her, he is invading in her space, and she is, you know, like most women, we Polite feel that we don't want to rock the boat, right? And yeah. you, you could tell she's uncomfortable, and yeah. it just it angered me because I I just it resonated so much with me, and I mean, of course, that's the character. He's not a good guy. But even guys who think they're good guys who aren't stalking you and murdering people, I I hate that we have to feel like we have to kind of laugh nervously. And even there's one point where they go to where he's like, I want to maybe ask your friend out. And that's how he gets her to to talk to him. Yeah, because he's like smothering her with like gifts. And yeah, yeah it's like so it's, inappropriate. Yeah. But there's this where they're leaving the bakery and they do like a cake. She does her cake tasting and he tastes cake with her. And as they're walking off, he does this. He, like, puts his arm out, like, hey, put your arm in my arm. And she, you could tell she doesn't want to, but she does it anyway, just so she doesn't hurt mm-hmm. his feelings. Been there, done that. Oh, God. It yeah. just. That, the, uh, one of the first times that I ever really felt empowered with a guy was, um, that, that sounds wrong. Like, yeah, what, the, that like a total wrong. random guy. <laughs> like, a, yeah, a total <laughs> random guy um, was I was at Lavaca Street Bar one time, and this fucking prick is comes up to me and is doing that whole negging thing and telling me, you know, how shitty one of my tattoos is. Ugh. And then he... Like, Wait, I'm sorry. What's ne- I know what negging is, but remind me... Negging is where you insult a girl to basically, like, not... Break them like, down. Check if herself... Yeah, see if her self-esteem is high enough to, like, oh, nice. go tell you to fuck yourself or if she's yeah. going to, like, try to cater to you and prove that she's, like, cool oh, enough for that's you. That's so red yeah. pill. It's Ugh. disgusting. It's awful. I, I never that understood means, how that awful. worked yeah. ever. Don't pick up women. Yeah. Don't pick up women. Just meet a person, and then if you like them, start hanging out with them. That's what you do. Like, picking up people, that's it's too much work, Zach. Ugh. Well... It's just, I mean, you're not trying to pick up women for, like, any purpose other than, like, that night. And Ray's, Ray's pretty good at making up negs on the on the fly. It's pretty hilarious. Like It's part of his charm. Yeah. Like, he, he well, he used to, like, challenge me, like, it was an improv game. And I can't ever do it. And he's like, he had one really good one, like, 
I really admire you wearing that skirt. Like most girls with legs like that wouldn't do it. Oh, I like your bravery. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's exactly what they, they, yeah, that's what they teach you. And this guy was like telling me about this tattoo and how like these lines were kind of uneven and jagged. And then he puts his arm around my lower waist and I turned around and I shoved him and he kind of like jumped back and was like, and I was like, you're insulting my tattoo. Why would you think that you will, you can touch me? Right. I mean, regardless, oh, why would you think you can touch me? Exactly. But yeah, yeah oh. I was just like, like, fuck you, dude. And uh, I actually used to work with a guy who, in Sweden, actually used to teach you pickup with class. Bobbis? I don't think so. Bobbis would oh, never do yeah, that. You I was don't say, so. Yeah, Bobbis wouldn't well, do that, whoever they are. No. Bobbis is a good human being. No, this guy, this guy was a jackass. Like, uh, one of our co-workers had the theory that he was um, the repressed gay, and he very well may have been. So, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. <laughs> or a well, third of the men in government. <laughs> I was going to say, Lindsey Graham, though, is just a repressed, like, 72-year-old grandmother who really does yeah. just want to love you, yeah. but has somehow made a life in politics, so he has to hate you. Yeah. Um, and yeah. himself. He's a shit. Oh, I think, God, I guess, I think he yeah. misdoubtfired himself. I, I think... He really... <laughs> and then it just, like, stuck in the role. Like, yeah. This is me now. This yeah. is who I am. That's why he's always wearing cake icing on his face every time yeah. he addresses Congress. Well, it's and it's thing. delicious. Ima- imagine sitting yeah. there in those senator meetings. You're like, I need a snack. Oh, right. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Buttercream. Oh, well, I mean, let's all be honest, though. His face is way better than Mitch McConnell's. Like, Mitch oh, well, McConnell. Yeah. No contest. Mitch McConnell has his own like level of gravity pulling on him, his, pulling him down. His neck needs a <laughs> circumcision. Yeah, his his jowls like humans his don't have jowls. Yeah. How do you have jowls, Mitch McConnell? Like you know when that guy takes his clothes off, he is like the the creature from. Um, Futurama, Zoidberg. 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 He's yeah. like all of it's just, but, but like bad Zoidberg. Yeah. He's just jiggly. He's a jiggly, jiggly, evil jello. He crawls into his turtle shell. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. he's pretty awful. Anyway, so yeah, men suck. Men suck. Yeah. Goodbye. So and then there was there was another. No, most men are wonderful. Most people are wonderful. Part of men are wonderful. I mean, parts like I don't mean parts of men are wonderful. I meant no, like, that's what you meant. We're part slip. of a whole. <laughs> what? I'd say in general, most people are are good people. Mm. The, just the bad ones have a are louder, unfortunately, because the good ones are not going to be like, "Hey, I'm really good. doing great things," because that would mean they're not that great. Yeah. Wait. So I'm also con- I was confused about what I'm loud. Yeah, but. You don't talk about how great you are. I mean... If you do, you're kidding. Right. Okay, good. And nobody else talks about how great you are, so that's how we know how great you are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So there was also this distant dad subplot. So Amber's mother died at some point. No. And obviously she gets sentimental about this because she's getting married. And so there's several times where she calls her dad and he's busy and he says, look, I'm going to try. I I might not make it to the rehearsal dinner. And then she does that thing again where she says, you know, it's my fault because I had the rehearsal dinner, you know, three days or so before the wedding as opposed to the night before. Also three days after I met this guy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
And so there's these times where she's talking to him on the phone. You never actually see him. She's talking to dad on the phone and he says, yeah, I'm going to try. I, I, I might be late. I'm going to try to make it. He never shows up. And and they finally do, spoiler alert, they get married at the end of the movie three months after all this happens because it does become a big to-do. And, and, I'm, and you never see, did he show up? What was the point of this? Well, so I was going to say, is this a trope that we've talked about, about the, the it may have been another line of the story that got cut, but for some reason, like, we've mentioned we that, talked about that a, trope, a lot, but, but, I, yeah, but I think we yeah. might incorporate it in the tropes because that yeah. is kind of what it seems the unfinished like. Unfinished story, the unfinished like, subplot, yeah. or un- unfulfilled subplot yeah, or something. something like that because, yeah. because that's what it did seem like. Like, like you said, yeah, you never get, have a clear understanding why her father is kind of an absentee dad. Yeah. And like she, we don't, you, we don't know if she has siblings or not. I mean, maybe she was just the shitty child and he loved all eight of his other kids so much better. Like, who <laughs> yeah. knows? Yeah. Um, because they never really make it clear. And I don't know if it was just another mechanism to try to make you have more feelings for her and make her more of a sympathetic character or if yeah. it was just another small subplot that kind of got trimmed and then it lo- it just didn't really make sense. And they sense. left the weird parts. Of- yeah. Like if if there were a reason for her character to have um abandonment issues, which I guess you you could see, but not really. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I mean, she did despite, have insecurity about the, yeah. the ex, but it wasn't. And despite that, she and Owen have a good relationship. And one thing I do appreciate about this film is that Amber and Owen, they, and and actually Owen's mother too. They 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 really easily could have been these flat stereotypes, and well, you know, a lot of them are, and some of them kind of start mm-hmm. off that way. You. They're written to have a bit more depth than you would expect. Really? Like, you they, thought that mother had more depth? Like, she was, to me, the stereotypical rich white mom. Initially. But then you see, when she starts to take charge, when this psycho stalker hunter guy obviously is infiltrating and, and invading in their lives and killing people, you see her kind of take charge, and she is actually very loving, and you kind of, uh, you see her as more of a human being as opposed to this stereotypical like rich her, white woman. her, like, demands of the police because, and like her... No, not necessarily that, but more about how she acted towards her, her son and her future daughter-in-law, because initially she does seem very judgmental of Amber and her friends because they're having this bachelorette party at the dance studio. Amber teaches at this dance studio and Owen's mother owns, which is also why I felt that she and Owen had more of a history because she had worked there for a while and so she met Owen through working that, there. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't really, so, I didn't think yeah. that deeply into it. But I would like to say, I mean, this is just skipping right to the end, but I just, before it goes out of my mind, I'd like to say this, that Amber and Owen were initially supposed to get married at the at, at Owen's parents' house, which mm-hmm. like their one main of their, home, yeah, one of one their, their houses, main yeah. home, which is obviously spacious and and luxurious and whatever. And they didn't they didn't show any exterior shots of or anything, but. After the stalker gets to a certain point, he's, like, sending out fake invitations for him and uh, Amber's Amber's wedding. Yeah. And so they decide to move the wedding to the family's country home. 
Mm -hmm. and they show this country home, and I'm like, who the fuck would have gotten married at that other trash heap? Like, well, this they country say that the other one's bigger than the, the country home. But this country home has, like, courtyards with vines and a pool right. and, like, a huge bar, and, like, it's right. just gorgeous. It looked like a wedding venue. Is there a study? Is there a st Oh, and a conservatory. No. And a candlestick. And lots of rope. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Plum You mean like there. a dance and singing candlestick? And there's like a little, yeah, oh, there's like a, yeah. there's like a little yeah. Frenchman trapped inside. This is actually just a, a clock. Yeah. This yeah. is a retail trapped inside. Oh shit. That, <laughs> that. I don't want a Frenchman. Get me out No, that's. My hands are on fire. That's the horrifying part of that movie. Those are sentient beings that are yeah. now trapped inside these inanimate objects. Beauty of the Beast yeah. is a fucking yeah. horror film. It's like Hellraiser. I mean, I. <laughs> Have you not watched most children's movies? Most of them are horrific yeah. if you yeah. actually think about them. Imagine imagine your bad. consciousness yeah. is trapped inside of a clock. Imagine that you're a 16-year-old girl and you're so desperate to get out of your living situation that you give a witch your voice and promise uh, to give it up for the rest of... Uh, uh, for the rest of your life. That's how horrible you find your own father, and he can't even understand that. It's you just want to be up. where the people are. Just where the people yeah. are. Well, and yeah, the Disney the Disney stories, obviously, that we've seen are a, a, a nicer version of what actually happened in those original stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're dark. Yeah. yeah. Cinderella yeah. cut a fucking toe off. Yeah. yeah. Or no. Was it? No. So, sorry. Her stepsister Europeans did. Europeans are fucked up she people. fit into the shoe. Yeah. Because. And as. Yeah. No. Cinderella, I think, is originally a Chinese story, which is it why is. it's yeah. about and the step yeah. 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 And the stepsister yeah. cuts part of her foot off and it's bleeding and the prince takes her away. He's like, you're my bride. Because apparently he can't remember what the woman looked like that he fell I, in love yeah, with that I, night. Yeah. What the fuck was going on? And they like, I know they died at a younger age, but really, did you fall in love with people? within 30 minutes like is that a thing that well, actually really well, happened because marriage was more about the actual union and uh so establishing you, you knew in 30 minutes that this was the person you wanted to establish a union with well but it didn't matter you had to you had to have children right and often you know marriages were arranged or you know you just yeah i mean you didn't live as long and so people just got married because they were like hey prince otherwise charming. died essentially hey, hey prince charming uh your your wife is going to be the one that wears the the glass slippers look keep an eye out for her. make sure that bitch got nine toes i don't want ten toes on her. i want nine <laughs> motherfucking toes <laughs> Oh, yeah. the olden days, you know? Why can't we, you know, people just, people aren't like they were in the olden days, you know? The, uh, all those good morals and values are gone. Why can't we go back to the time where you could die from diarrhea and no one had air conditioning? Oh, the good old days. And everybody, it was fun to be <laughs> racist for, you know, certain people, uh, you know, and like women, women couldn't speak. Oh, I miss, I do miss those days. Do you miss those days? Email us at Lifeline Podcast. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna the good old you. days, and we'll we'll block you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll block so you. I want, so let's talk about the ending. The so Hunter kills people. Uh, <laughs> their happens. wedding planner is murdered. Oh my god, that's gonna ruin the wedding. Yeah, well, luckily it's only a couple days beforehand, and so they already everything's in motion. So they everything's know what planned doing. already. She was, planned she was out. unnecessary. They're just one. like she was supposed to bring my dress. Oh, she got murdered. And they, 
Yeah, she got murdered. She was the helpless hero, or hapless hero. Yeah, is what the the trope that we named. We named that trope. The one who, she catches on to Hunter's bullshit, and so she calls, like, a private investigator friend of hers. So he kills her. He figures this out, and he kills her. Once they find out she dies, they think about, should we postpone the wedding? And then they think about it, and then a few days later, they think, you know what? Let's um, downsize it. Let's change to this your your other estate which is gated it's smaller you know so it's it's a sacrifice we'll cut down the the guest list but it has a it's gated and so they think it's safer and the way hunter infiltrates this is that he i guess steals their friend's car who's supposed to be coming in it's gated and so they're kind of coming in behind each other they get buzzed up and They've got this friend, Ethan, who's... He, I don't like him because he's the type... He's like, where's my hug? He's that guy. Uh. Oh, yeah, no. Owen's friends were awful. Like, they yeah. were, they were like, somewhat rapey, stalkery themselves. Like, they were gross and... Just the one guy. The other one was... Uh, they had the girlfriend. But, of course, they had the token... Like, even though there was a white people party, they had a token couple who was black. Both black. Oh, yeah. Well, the that's what's... I, the, like maid of honor and best friend was a black woman, but you hardly ever saw her in the movie. Like, Taryn, the horny friend, was there. She had two maids of honor. She had the maid of honor and the matron of honor. So I think the, uh, so Taryn was the maid of honor and the other friend, who I don't even know her name, yeah. uh, she she was the matron of honor. So I guess she's married to the other guy. So they're the same sex, the same sex. Huh. They, they're opposite sex couple, but they're the same race. And I'm like, come on, it's 2019. You don't have to put the black person with the black person. You know, give me a break. And you can have more people of color in this movie besides the two tokens. Give yeah. me a fucking break. Anyway. I mean, we've well established that Lifetime is not woke. Right. Even when they, And when they try to be, it's painful. Right. <laughs> so Yes. So they, uh, Hunter infiltrates by, by stealing their friend's car and driving in. And Ethan thinks he's that the person behind them is their friend because they're in the car. So that's how Hunter gets in. He kills Ethan. That's one of the deaths. Then... There's a standoff. Hunter talks about why he did it. And he's he doesn't have any weapons. And there's three of there's Owen, there's Taryn, and then uh there's Amber. And at this point, none of them can overtake him. He doesn't have any weapons or anything. He steals Amber's phone somehow. And doesn't but he kills Taryn, doesn't he? Right, but that's later. Well, that's later, after yeah. the, ch- the they chase. There's this huge, this huge home, this huge estate. They're running around, and they had been playing pool before he showed up. And so Taryn has his pool cue as a weapon. Right. And so he, so Taryn and Amber run off, and oh, and they get split up. And he's they're chasing and running around and trying to figure a way out of this. And somehow the the pool cue breaks. And he ends up stabbing Taryn by accident because I think he wanted to oh, stab yeah, Amber. Yeah, yeah, because his fa- even his face is like, oh, and he gets so upset. And I'm like, dude, homie, this is the third person you killed in this entire movie, <laughs> you not including your, used, your girlfriend be, in the car wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd I mean, be used on. to it by She's now. A casualty. Yeah, uh, and so I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, but that was. Yeah. Then there's that cat. And, they have the cat and mouse thing where he's chasing her through the house, chasing Amber through the house, and she grabs a can of. I guess aerosol spray. 
something. And yeah, like yeah, you're, something spray. I thought of some it was sort. like bug spray of some sort because I maybe. thought it, it was on the bathroom kind of, counter, and so I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe. even like hairspray in your eyes would probably still really hurt. Well, but the funny thing is, Hunter's persona when he's the uh, stripper is a fireman. Oh, God. That's his, you know, he's got like the axe and when he's dancing, there's this whole uncomfortable, cringy scene during the bachelorette party where they're all dancing. They're doing the exotic dancing and it's, male strippers i don't get it like a a lot you see these women constantly throughout this movie going nuts for these male strippers they're drunk at bars and they're like oh my god boom come hang out we live no i don't i don't get the idea of strippers at all i think male or female it's disgusting like it's weird it's gross why would you pay another person like that is so objectifying to give you blue balls yeah, I mean, like, for you're, guys, but I mean, you're, no offense, you're but. literally paying another person and not even caring about, like, their state of mind. You see them and you're like, if I give you this $20 bill, you owe it to rub your body Ugh. all over me. I don't Thanks. care if you like it. It's your job. And that is so fucking gross. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Anyway, well, that's my thing about strippers. He, it's gross. He has this, this pick at this fireman's axe that he carries as a prop. And while he's dancing in the in the bachelorette party, she says, "Oh, is that a real axe?" And he says, "Don't worry, I know how to use it or something." I forget. He may have some clever quip, but at the end, when Hunter is chasing Amber through the house, Owen finds the axe in the car, and I guess it's an actual axe, but it doesn't doesn't do it's anything because he's it's not a prop axe but he owen he ends up throwing it into like a piece of wood i guess at the on this patio thing and there's this on second floor like ver- veranda where amber ends up out on with this can of spray hiding from hunter and owen sees her he says are you okay and she's like i don't know i might be about to die <laughs> and so she hides and hunter comes out this is ridiculous rachel i don't know if you remember this she she says hey and he turns around and she's like a good eight feet away from him and she says you can die or something and starts spraying but the thing is is that she starts spraying him but you know aerosol spray only goes out so far and it also diffuses (laughs) diffuses. and so he just stands there and she's going at like walking towards him spraying it until finally she gets close enough (laughs) to where it gets in his eyes and I'm like dude and so he's so anticlimactic he falls over the veranda onto the axe that's stuck in this thing of wood at the bottom, which he didn't need to fall on the so axe Owen to die. He was falling on stone. He does, Owen doesn't even need to hit him with the axe? Well, they get in a fist fight beforehand. But he, but he doesn't hit him with the axe. I thought where this was going is no, Owen no. fucking hacks no, this motherfucker to death. No, this, thing, this movie's full of Chekhov's guns that aren't fired. But he does die on his own axe, which, I mean, you know. Oh, he's like hoisted by his own petard, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But he already would have died because he's I mean, falling on stone. And I will say in this movie. And he's got hairspray in, in, in this movie's defense. I mean, I could kind of see like the slow reaction of Hunter. The brand, I know like when we're, we're sitting there without being emotionally involved. Like it's so yeah. easy to pick apart somebody's reaction. Um, and I'm not, this, this was 
far from a good movie. But just to kind of be on the other side, I could actually see somebody having somewhat of a delayed response to that. Yeah. And then, and I mean, it, even if it was hairspray, hairspray does have a lot of alcohol in it. And oh, anything yeah, in your eyes. It could burn good. quite a bit. But I mean, so, she's so far away. Yeah, she starts, like, starts spraying. Yeah. And he's like... Like the scene out of uh, Austin Powers, Austin Powers, yeah. when the, oh, the guy with yeah. the yeah, uh, oh no, he's coming out. Yeah, there. And he's got the, <laughs> the fucker that's called flat rollers. Nope, uh, steam rollers. Steam rollers. Steam rollers. Oh, I don't steam think roller. they use yeah. steam anymore. Yeah. Oh, like in Fish Called Wanda, but he's stuck in cement. Yeah, yeah. So ridiculous ending. So we get the three months later thing at the end. And they decide to get married. But yeah, the whole dad thing. And they still get married at the other house, too, right? The country house? I couldn't tell which house was which. uh, Yeah, that's true, I guess. But I I assumed that it was still the country house, so. Yeah. But yeah, nobody knows if the dad showed up. Yeah. And, like, they they would have been so easy to have just cut that whole thing out. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's got a dead mom, and that's sad. And in the beginning, there's, like, a bridal shower thing where they're giving her gifts, and her, one of her, her matron of honor. The, the gives black her gift. woman. Yeah. Yes, the one black woman. It, gives one her, of her two scenes. Yeah. What gives her, uh this gift that she says it's from her dad and he says oh no it's actually from her mom her mom picked it out before she died so uh yeah because there wasn't there this horrible trope about my mom and i used to talk about what my wedding would oh, look like I used to talk about my wedding when, when she was, she was a kid, kid. Yeah. About her wedding. I'm like that's disgusting yeah. i mean what kind of mother does that like talk to your daughter about what it's going to be like when she's graduating with her your phd career. yeah like why why would you be like oh when you get married no well no when you when you solve cancer and solve cancer and you find the cure for the national debt then mm-hmm. then you can think about maybe getting married if it's the right person right you know if they also have like i don't they have something know, to bring to the table yeah if they have discovered how to Fix the space-time continuum, the problems we didn't even know we had. We have them. They're there. They're They're there. there. Yeah. They're real, and they're fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been a while since we've had a Seinfeld reference. We haven't had a Seinfeld reference in a while. You know what? Simpsons. There's a a Simpsons reference. What's our other S? Oh, Stephanie's dead mom! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We even talked about Stephanie's dead mom. She's still dead. (laughs) She's still dead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know why that made me laugh. That reminds me. (laughs) No, that's that's fine. Uh, So I have several voicemails from Marty that I haven't listened to yet. Me too. I was like, oh, God. It's a horror podcast. Oh, no. No, I, I have, yeah, I have several voicemails from Marty that I haven't listened to yet because I'm scared to, and I thought that maybe, like, every once in a while I could just play one with you guys and you could listen yeah. to it with I me. I don't have a therapist on hand right now. We are the therapy. All right. No, absolutely. Let's do it. I need your help, because I feel like I need, this is something I need to listen to, but I'm scared you need to. Someone, you need someone to witness it with you. I get it. What? Let me just ask, why can't you just delete them? Because the curiosity. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I totally get that curiosity. So this one's from August 11th of 2020. It's a long time ago. I know. Somebody sent me this cutest little birthday card that looks just like a birthday cake with candles on it. I'm trying to figure out who that might be. My name was on it. Thanks, honey. I appreciate it. 
Oh, if you get a chance, and I love you. Bye-bye. Okay. That wasn't so bad. I mean, I think, yeah. He was just are making, we, are we know, doing cool. a prequel to a murder documentary? Is that what this is <laughs> right now? Is are. this the prequel to the murder documentary? Then we got to listen to these voicemails again when we're talking about your but murder? Again, again, Zach, it'll make you and I very famous. You know, so, we're going to be on yeah, Amazon we Prime. Care. We're not going to be on a good one. I think Netflix will pick us up. Netflix loves murder. Hey, adorable drill person, I thought I'd take a chance and do a voice with you and wish you a happy new year and wish you were here or I was there or something like that. Anyhow, I have a great weekend. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Okay. Oof. The wish, the wishing people were... That is a bit, that's quite uncomfortable. His texts are worse. It's still weird when he always calls me... A, adorable, adorable? Yeah, well, saying adorable... He says adorable girl person. Yeah. And anytime the weather is bad, he wants to... He calls you me what, and he's like, I can't, st- I can't lose you. Don't drive in this weather. I'm like... You know what adorable girl person is? That's disassociation. That is a common thing that serial yeah. killers mm, do with yeah. their mm-hmm. victims. They disassociate them as a person. <laughs> okay, Zach... Stop Stop trying to orchestrate our, our documentary. <laughs> Documentaries have to unfold naturally. Oh, they are. By my hand. Mm. Well, Rachel, did you have anything about, else about this movie? No. 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 Zach is, Zach's, uh, Zach's predictions have upset me. <laughs> Dang. Or excited me. I no, mean, you're going to be excited because it's going to be. Yeah. You know, I think about it actually is more exciting. I mean, I could, if I was famous and rich, I could do without you, Steph. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but until then, if we had you can't to sacrifice Stephanie to be rich and famous, like, I think there's something to be said for that. You know, there's some sort of. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, and, and if you guys felt the same way about me and you sacrificed I me, I feel like a I hero totally. already. Yeah. You are you, bo- yeah. You are the real heroes. <laughs> Fuck you, frontline workers. Yeah, but, uh, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, don't. Fuck you, Doctor Susan. Rachel, don't take this wrong way. I feel like your murder is not going to be as interesting as Stephanie's murder. Like yours is not going. No, I don't take that your, the wrong way. I get it. Yours is going. Yours is going to get us a blip on the local news where we can get a, like a series out of Stephanie's. Yeah, Ray's going to murder her, right? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it because Stephanie's has been building over years, whereas mine is probably just like a like a like a boyfriend finally reaches sanity just and snaps. kills kills yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Heat of the moment. I'm thinking of at least six suspects when Stephanie gets murdered. I'm thinking of at least six suspects. Really? Like we could get ten episodes out of this bitch. Oh, For sure. Okay. Oh yeah. We, <laughs> who would be the suspects besides my any any the, person you talk to? The Frenchman. Oh. The Irishman, I hate to say it. The Frenchman? Marty. Oh, the Irishman wouldn't kill me. <laughs> He's my best friend. Oh, I'm not sure if the Irishman wouldn't kill you. I've had some conversations. I assume <laughs> a, just a gaggle, just a strewn onslaught of just men that you've... I've thought about killing you a couple times. Oh, ditto. Let's and now see. I've said it on tape, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm keeping that. Yeah, so I'm definitely Charlton a suspect. Charlton Heston's ghost. <laughs> what does Charlton Heston's ghost have against me? Is Charlton Heston dead? I thought yeah. he was living forever. Famously He's died dead. at least in the last five yeah. years. <laughs> he died around the same time as Wilford Brimley. <laughs> no, that's not true. They died making love. <laughs> Wilford Brimley only Together. died last year. 
Yes, he did. No, uh, that's Charles awesome. Heston died. I want to say in the. I want to actually say in the last five years. Let's see. I'm, I'm sure it was. Actually was it suicide Heston. by gun? 2008. Oh. So, oh, not it's been okay, okay. Suicide It'd by musket. It'd be funny if it was accidental. Uh, ask, ask dental. <laughs> and ask dental. <laughs> ask dental. <laughs> Don't know how to floss. Ask dental. <laughs> <laughs> that's way better. Ask dental. Oh, you should go to work for my old boss. He was uh, no a periodontist. I don't want to ask a was he was he funny or was he just a periodontist? No, it, no. he he was not funny. He did he was very. Oh, he's just someone else who would kill me. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's okay. So Doctor Owens is in there. Yeah. Uh, he might kill Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, out of all of us to be murdered, I think Stephanie has the most suspects. Why is th- I most don't suspects and probably most, most injured because because like. I never leave the house. Yeah, but me and Zach, <laughs> it'll most likely just be the partner did it. You're like, significant other. Yeah. Oh, so since yeah. I'm single, there that opens up the floodgates. Always. Of- also, Zach and I, there's just not that many people who would be willing to kill us. You associate with people who are no, willing. No, not, any, not anybody that knows me by this name. I'm just not important enough for most people to, to kill and I, I you know I'm a <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm transient like I move from job to job so it's not like you know anybody hates you're me the, yeah if anyone think you're the killer yeah you know she, yeah. she's quiet she kept herself mostly yeah. she only worked here two exactly. weeks and then she left yeah. nobody nobody even if I worked with them for two weeks would be like oh she was quiet she kept to herself <laughs> no that's not, true nobody for two seconds would yeah, even yeah that's she wouldn't shut the fuck up she never left me alone <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> that's why we fired her <laughs> Follow us on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're at Lifewine Podcast. Please email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com. 1-800-LIFEWINE. About anything. Call us all the time. Nonstop every day. It's a different different number every time. It really is. It's super weird. It's it's an Ethiopian sex line right now. If you could go to Apple Podcasts and give us five (laughs) stars and leave us a quick review, that would be amazing. Aaron. Thank you, thank you so, so much. much for doing so that cool. for us and leaving us such an awesome review too. It was such a great, it's a good such one. a great, it was review. so great. You could, you could definitely write for uh, Playboy if you really wanted oh, to. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or Maxim. Well, thanks for listening. We love you. No, I think you're okay. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. do Saturday at noon. Uh, great. Is noon okay? I can do whenever. Yeah. Whenever is fine okay. with me. Great. I mean, uh, and then I. We can touch base. Yeah. Bases. Let's touch bases. Okay. We'll touch bases. We'll touch bases. Only if they both have been COVID vaccinated will we touch yeah, bases. And, and it's consensual. And it's consensual. Yeah, and consensual. It's consensual. Consensuality. <laughs> Isn't it funny? In yeah. the word consensual is the word sensual. It's almost like it's. Yeah, I know. It's, it's almost like they're from the same Latin root or something. Yeah. Oh, and Zach, so <laughs> this this episode airs Wednesday, so I'm going to have to flip it fucking quick. Yep. Um, so I'll just piece it together and throw it your way yep. by end of day tomorrow. Yep. There were so um, many good just, Stephanie mom yep. jokes in that. Is there? Sam. Step, like, flip it quick, like, you know, flip her over, Stephanie's mom. Yeah. Get her uh, out by Wednesday. Like I don't the know. The dirty sex, um, having mm, dirty yeah. sex with her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Got yep. it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I'll get it to you by tomorrow. And then, yeah, yeah. that's what I'll Stephanie's mom said. Just so quickly. Yeah, I'll flip it. That's what it we again. do to Stephanie's mom. We flip her twice. Okay. <laughs>